startup failures, successes, and learning from all over the world. Welcome to a new episode of the International Entrepreneurs Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the International Entrepreneurs Podcast. My name is Sylvan. I'm your host today. Today's topic is how to fundraise. An extremely important topic for all the startup companies out there that I also get uh, asked quite a lot of many questions about. So we want to sort of deconstruct the how to fundraise process here a little bit. And I speak from personal experience here. Um, We went through several rounds of business angel fundraising, but never through any VC round or anything like that. So when you're listening to sort of the stories or the input that I give you, bear that in mind. I can only speak for business angel financing rounds, but not for VC rounds. Okay, let's get started. So fundraising from my perspective is like a strong sales process. You need to have very good follow-ups in place. You need to know who you talk to. You need to manage your contacts and you always need to follow up and you're basically also selling yourself to a certain degree. You're actually selling stocks of your company. That's your product that you're selling to investors. So when you're thinking about B2B sales, I think the learnings or the know-how that you have from there could be also very well transferred to sort of a fundraising process. Because as I said, you're basically selling stocks. That's your product. So here are a couple points to mention from an entrepreneur's, but also from an investor's perspective. Let me start with the first one, which I think is the most important. Always be honest and fully transparent. Everybody knows that startups face many challenges, so don't pretend to be perfect or to know it all. Show the potential investors all the good, but also all the bad. Do this in a proactive manner and also on a regular basis. Like when you actually have investors, you usually do a monthly reporting. That's the state of the art. Also, closely tied uh, to that is don't ask for any NDAs or anything source of like that. It's not worth the paper it's written on from my personal perspective, and it's also a huge red flag to any potential investor. If you have something to protect, then get a patent. If you don't, then don't and focus on execution. Because Instead of writing useless papers and showing investors that you have too much time thinking about that stuff, instead of worrying about how to actually execute your ideas and your visions, you really need to realize that ideas are worthless and execution is key. Make sure that you also deliver this message to potential investors and that will make you much more attractive than other companies that don't do that. Up next on on my list is basically share your pitch deck. People want to know what they are looking at before setting up a meeting. This is a bit mind-boggling because I I still think that a lot of startups, especially in Switzerland, don't do that yet. So of course you want to create a killer pitch deck. And by the way, there's this guy called Guy Kawasaki. He has a very good template that I would recommend you in that regard. And make sure that you actually, once you create a killer pitch deck, that you actually send it around before setting up meetings or a call. This will really help you. And you have to realize that because then you can focus your time on the people who have real interest in your company, 
who have a real interest in investing in your company. And you don't waste the investors, but also not your time. So send out the pitch deck beforehand. Don't worry again on having your ideas stolen or anything like that, because at the end, it's all about the execution speed. Very important here, whether it's in the, on the pitch deck or in personal touch with the investors, make sure that you know your product and your market cold. You need to have a better and deeper knowledge and understanding of these things than your investors. Otherwise, something is completely wrong. If you're not there yet, make sure to get there before you ask anyone for funding. Also important, it's a bit similar to the first point, but build trust with your investors. So this is also crucial for all sales transactions. And since you're selling your shares, this is no different here. Be fully transparent and follow up fast. The best startups, they share monthly updates with potential investors about what went well and what didn't go as planned. Plus, they also share what they learned over the process. Be exactly that person. Also similar to the sales process is make sure that you are the driver in the process, proactively follow up, lead to the next steps and set a clear timeline to follow and manage expectations. It is your job to get this right, not your investor's job. Next point actually doesn't really need to be said, but I think it's important anyway when you meet investors, when you sort of get in any contact with them, be on time and be professional, just like your parents basically taught you when you were a little kid. Then also important to notice there's, I mean, of course, there are certain pitch masters or fundraisers that just fell from heaven, but most of us are not. So practice. The more you practice, the better you will get at this game. Some invest investors might tell you that they will invest later, that's totally fine. So keep practicing, show progress and growth, and it will work out eventually. If not now, hopefully later. And then there are also certain questions that are important about how much money you should raise and sort of what you actually need to prove or show in order to be able to keep going after you raise some money. So here, it's really important to, and I think I can really not overestimate or overstate that enough, raise more money than you actually need. You will come up with your calculations of how much money you'll need to reach the next milestone. And you should try to raise twice that amount because in the end, it's always going to take more money than you think. And it's just so, so important that you can show progress and that you can achieve the next milestone that's important here to also keep going with the fundraising. If you don't do that and you eventually run out of money, all the, uh, all the leverage is on the investor side and uh, they can basically then decide whether your company lives or dies. Also important, raise for at least one, ideally two years of runway if you can, because it's not only gonna cost more than you eventually think, but it's also gonna take longer than you think. So be prepared for that situation. And last point, do the due diligence on your investors, ask them for feedback, for reference, and talk to other startups that they have invested in. So you can ensure that they are a good fit to you and you are a good fit to them. Again, this is also a bit, I think closely related to expectation management. And in the end, I mean, you just focus on building a great business and achieving the next milestone is really what I think is, is the core part here. 
Fundraising takes a lot of time. Be prepared for it. Usually you need at least around six months to actually close around, um, but then really focus on your business, on achieving that next milestone. And that's also why it's so important to raise enough money or more than enough money for longer than you think. Good luck with all the fundraising. And should you have any questions, I'm happy to help. Just shoot me an email.